Sportsnet 590, The Fan. Baby Friday, fan morning show, Justin and Ailish, Sports at 590, The Fan. I was just thinking, we got to pick a new tune soon. Let's we get do. to the end of this month. Wow. We do. It went by... Well, with us not here for a couple weeks, it did go by. Did fast. we did we get enough out of this song? I guess is the question. I think so. We did. We played it a couple times in the afternoons. This song for the podcast listeners being Little Bones, correct? It is Little Bones by the Tragically Hip. We uh, need yeah. an August tune. Yeah, we should stick with the. I mean, not just because we're away. I don't think we should not move on. No, we'll move on. But again, that's your responsibility. I do have one, but I don't know if he'll be like. Eh. Save it for a few days. We'll save it. But it did get me thinking. We are almost at the end of this month. Trade deadline around the corner, August 1st. Is the summer <sighs> flying by for you? It does feel like it's flying by. I'm about to take some vacay, too, next week. Yeah, it's going to be a little disjointed <laughs> again for us because I'm off next week. You're off the mm-hmm. week after that. We've got some vacay planned before everything gets back to and chaos. And I feel kind of guilty, even though we didn't take vacation, but I feel guilty for the morning listener, right? It's okay. It's a grind, Justin. You can take some time for people yourself. People wanted us back, right? Yeah. I hope. Don't worry. We'll I be think. back. We're just going to go rest and recoup, get our takes fired up for mid-August. Yeah. Anywho. The mid-August takes, they will be spicy. We got uh, still some time, so we're not saying goodbye at this point, uh, but it is looming in the distance. Um, trade deadline a week or less than a week away. We had Jays Dodgers win, Canada Ireland win, Matt Murray LTIR, Shoei Otani's not getting traded, and the U.S. government confirmed that they have been hiding a decade long. <laughs> oh, is it a decade long? Uh, oh, yes, a very very long uh, cover up program that confirms that there are aliens. So, okay, so aliens have only been here for a decade? No, but they've been multi-decade program that has been concealing oh, been the fact that they have Why found... Because people, like, I don't know, I think it probably would shake... But, like, it came out yesterday, basically, the guy confirmed, like, I'm not in Congress, mm. but confirming that they found un- non-human biologics, a.k.a. aliens. yeah remains of them uh it's it's something that i kind of gloss over because like i see this you see this a lot maybe not to this this extent it's not like the whistleblower in front of congress but i'm just like "Eh, do i want to do this right now do i want to read about how there are life forms that may or may not be threatening us as a society full-on whistleblowers Ah. not uh, former air force members and people that have been covering this up were like yeah yeah we have non-human biologics and there's aliens it would be naive. It's a big day yesterday. <laughs> it would be naive for us to suggest that there are not aliens, right? I've always felt like, like it's it's like pretty what, obvious we're the there only are. Thing in the solar system, the exactly. galaxy, the million billion trillion gazillion planets out there. We're the only ones. I find that pretty hard to believe. The only people talking about Matt Murray going to LTIR. The only people talking about Robodaz <laughs> Island. Like you don't think that planet. Who's the Matt Murray of Venus? <laughs> which athlete, I need which to athlete find is out. agreeing to go away in Venus? There's probably some similar parallels. Like, there's athletes out there on planet Gibraltar. 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 That's, that, that is a place on Earth. <laughs> yeah, but then name that planet something goofy yeah. that are as incredible as Shohei Otani. Yeah, I, want, I hope yeah, we get a Shohei chance Otani to meet them. of Pluto is probably he's already like an alien, an absolute badass. He is our alien. And he's no longer getting traded. 
unfortunately, folks. Good segue. Good segue. Tom Verducci confirming yesterday uh, that Shohei Otani has been removed from the trade market. Wow, wow, wow. All of our fun and dreaming and speculation and photoshops that are in the file on your desktop of Shohei in X jersey. It ain't happening. The Angels are going all in. The dream is over. They acquire uh, Giolito and Lopez last night from the White Sox. So they are really pushing the chips in the middle. And they're saying, let's do this thing. Let's try to convince Shohei that we can be a playoff team and make this thing happen. Okay, so I'm disappointed Mm -hmm. uh, because if if I wanted anything from this baseball season, I guess it's a Blue Jays run. But number two is Shohei Otani uh, traded and playing in playoff games. Mm -hmm. That said, this is probably the best thing for the Toronto Blue Jays, right? Because I think it was beyond pipe dream. Oh, yeah. Out of we space. We were, like, finding nuggets that extra were... Extraterrestrial. What, yeah. what is the biologics? It, yeah. Whatever it was, it was probably very, very far-fetched or, it, you know, uh, no one's blowing the whistle on this sort of situation. I don't think he was going to be a Blue Jay, so therefore the Blue Jays would have to go through Shohei Otani mm. if he was traded. And because he's not being traded, according to Tom Verducci... Uh, there's probably a really good chance they don't have to go through and Shohei Otani because I don't think, despite their intentions here, despite bringing in Lucas Giolito, that they're going to be much of a threat in the postseason because they're still, you know, scrapping and clawing their way to just be in the conversation. So I think there are enough teams they're going to have to be really good down the stretch, and they have proven over and over and over again, despite having the best player in the world, maybe in the solar system. More that than that. That they cannot get it done. So if he stays in L.A., it's probably the best thing forward for the Blue Jays uh, because it was unlikely they were getting them. And if Baltimore or Tampa Bay gets them, then you know you have to go through Shohei Otani to get to a World Series. So for that reason, I guess I'm okay with it. So the Angels are kind of jumping the uh, shark. That's the real thing, right? Jumping the shark. It's Shark Week, by the way. We haven't mentioned it once. You jump the shark, you're like no longer relevant. So it might be oh, like, I thought, like the what opposite. What does it mean? Getting ahead. They're jumping the line. Okay, whatever they're doing. They're getting ahead of the game. There it is. They making some splashes. Still rumored to be in a lot of um, conversations moving forward. I don't know. I'm kind of like maybe I'm glamorizing how good of a story this could be. But if they if they really try at this trade deadline. <laughs> they really tr- they've they, been really trying for five years. But if they try years. to actually acquire and say whatever this is our moment let's make this thing happen think about crazy a story that would be if they find a way to make some magic happen i looked at the lines this morning the betting lines futures on the angels if they like they got giolito seems like there is no expense that they're not interested in acquiring people right now they do a couple big splashy moves before tuesday that line's gonna move and maybe you want to be on Ahead of the game. Sure. Uh, I think you you said it was plus 5,000 to win the AL West. I'm sure mm-hmm. they have shorter odds to actually win the World Series because the AL West is probably out of hand at this point. So I would think it's just a little bit shorter. Uh, yeah, World I guess series you odds. could maybe what jump the line, like? not jump the shark, jump the line and get ahead <laughs> of all the betting action that might be on the Angels. But I just feel like it's not going to happen because it hasn't happened again. Uh, it's an interesting stance to take because mm-hmm. you have maybe, I wouldn't say the greatest trade chip because I guess you have to have some term and some controllability to be the greatest trade chip, but a guy who would be maybe the most ex- expensive rental ever at your disposal. Instead of recouping assets for him, you are giving up assets in order to support him. And I guess if you're a fan of the Angels, like 
uh, duh, that's what you want. You probably mm-hmm. want to see him try to be a playoff caliber player or a, a playoff uh, in a playoff uniform, in a playoff game for you. That's the better alternative um, to actually just recouping assets from him. But if we're doing like the smart baseball thing, just going all in on a team that continues to fail, I'm not sure that's the best path forward. We've seen that before. Who have we seen him with? I don't know. Have you never heard of a team going all in at the trade deadline in, in some markets? That Usually they're in a playoff spot when they mm-hmm. go all in. Like usually, right? I think that they'll find a way. I'm hoping that we see more Shohei Otani down the stretch and maybe I'm just trying to positive spin it. Um, okay, so unfortunately you're not going to see a move and unfortunately he's not going to be pitching Friday night against the Blue Jays either. This is bad news dump for you. We'll get to the good stuff, but Shohei Otani um, will not pitch Friday night versus Kevin Gosman at Rogers Center, which I was so excited for. Because there's a doubleheader that he's going to pitch um, today in Detroit. It's pretty devastating. It is actually <laughs> like I'm trying to find a way. He'll hit in the games. You'll see him, you know, maybe get a home run. But you won't see him dial I mean, himself on the mound. I mean, you hope. They're playing a doubleheader today. No, I meant when he comes to... I know, but front. like maybe there'll be a little fatigue factor. No. I have no idea. But he is... If you're pitching and playing in two games... I don't know if he, he probably doesn't pitch in one game and then play in the next one. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe. Not, He's don't an know. absolute freak. So maybe he would. Uh, but there's a lot of baseball. The Angels are playing in the next 36 hours. But now they want to win. And now they want to win. So, I mean, the best chance to win uh, certainly is with Shohei Otani uh, actually playing. But I might be concerned you won't see him at all. But I guess you'd see him on the weekend, of course. But we're talking about Friday night. I was but just if excited. I bought tickets for Friday night, yes. which was, of course... What a lot of I people were doing. Were people out. were paying a lot of money to see Shohei Otani not just play, but pitch. They're going to be sorely disappointed. But it's still going to be a wonderful weekend of baseball at the ballpark. Hang on to your tickets. We'll have the game um, Friday night on Sports at 590, the fan of all weekend, of course. Um, and it will be prime viewing because there'll be a lot of eyes on the Angels now that they've decided. They've decided their route. Isn't that nice when a team decides which pathway they want to go and you can just watch it all unfold so angels buyers otani and angel yeah. let's see how it you all found plays a way out. to be positive even about shohei otani not pitching friday night <laughs> i don't know how you got there but you got it's there. baby friday that's how i got there um okay positives blue jays win the series against the dodgers first time they had been there in quite a while against a great baseball team um beautiful beautiful day yesterday in la what well hold, oh, yeah i'm but glad you mentioned what that the where the hell was everybody well, they were enjoying the weather. But still, like... They were on the beach. That was Oakland Athletics-type attendance. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't it was so far away from crazy. that. crazy. Yeah. That was like... I was... When I, when I first turned my TV, I was stunned how beautiful it was. That was like... Not a cloud baseball in the sky. Baseball heaven. Like... That, that, that ballpark was shining. It was glistening. It was sparkling. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. It was I want to be there right now. Like, it was beautiful. It looked like a Windows wallpaper. They got to do 12, you know 12 the, p.m., 1 p.m. games all the time. The beautiful blue sky did not look real. Like, I thought my saturation yeah. on my TV had been turned yeah, up. I'm like, did I, did I get an upgrade on this TV? And then you're watching King, beautiful 4K. King Kikuchi. Rogers Ignite. There you go. King Kikuchi just absolutely continue to win the hearts of Blue Jays fans. He's allowed to go through the order multiple times. He pitches longer than you had expected. At one point, listen to the broadcast, you know, he has got up there in the pitch count and I think it was near the 
end of the fourth inning, and it seemed like maybe Kikuchi was going to get pulled, but he gets to go six innings. He gets to go 103 pitches and eight Ks, one earned run, only seven hits, uh, two walks. That's our Kikuchi. That's our guy. And he's certainly saying, I'm not getting out of this rotation. I earned this, and I'm sticking in it. Yeah, can we just push the trade deadline back and back and back and back and back? Because it seems like you say playing for his job or it's pitching great. for his job is a good situation to be in. So uh, it would be nice if you could do that. I guess he's not going to start again as there are only – actually, he might. Now I do it in my head. There are three games, one game. Eh, it's going to be a stretch to see you say Kikuchi again before the deadline. But alas, it doesn't really matter. Yusei Kikuchi has been pitching his butt off. Mm-hmm. He's been so, so good. And you mentioned notes that age poorly yesterday or the day before, uh, talking about the, or yesterday, but also talking about the day before game, where it's like, we think it's going to go one way and it goes the complete opposite mm-hmm. way. When he was lo- not loading the bases, but when he was putting runners on early, I was thinking, oh no, it's going to be another bullpen game. Do we have to like go through the inventory here, find mm-hmm. out who's actually available? How many innings is Jay Jackson going to have to go? But he pitched his way out of every single it's like situation he's not last night. at those big moments anymore, whereas last year... It was the complete opposite. Bases loaded, it was Crumble City. Yeah. Like it was like a new, uh, Nature Valley bar. Yeah. You know that stupid <laughs> bar that you... For- <laughs> it, like, you take one bite and it's all over your pants, it's in yeah. your shoes. That was Kikuchi. The Nature Valley grain bar. Crumble City. And this year, he's steady. Like, he's like... He he just got this mental fortitude. I love watching our guy, King Kikuchi, go, uh, especially in that beautiful ballpark. Uh, gets an opportunity to pitch longer in the game. Delivers. And I didn't, like, go over the stat cast numbers, but it didn't look like that fastball was slowing down at all as he went north of, you mentioned, 100 pitches. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like he had more to give and maybe has had more to give the entire season. And I don't know. It's, like, easy to be like, oh, this is why you should be allowing more rope for Kikuchi. Maybe this is all sort of preordained where it's like hey we know if we push him if we know it's 100 pitches every single time out to start the season that he's going to run out of gas i'm not really sure we've seen that before though that happened in seattle when he was an all-star and he was a bum for the second half of the season i don't know what happened last year we'll just we'll just call that an outlier or one-off hopefully (laughs) Mm -hmm. but maybe there is some actual brain power put into this where it's yeah we can't push him too early even though he he does have in those moments on those days where he throws the ball, maybe a little more to give time and time again. I will say the idea that there was a off day today certainly probably helped with the, the having a longer leash and, and that the the bullpens, you know, yep. was but pretty he, taxed but after he five showed tough that that games. That was the right decision. And the last couple games, what have we seen? An upset Kikuchi when he's being pulled from the mound and it's it was about three consecutive games where the camera pants him and he's like looking to the heavens like come on i want to pitch more and last night he got that chance um here's john schneider post game talking about kikuchi's season and finding some consistency yeah i mean his year as a whole he's been really consistent you know um you know coming out of camp you know adjustments that he made it's a credit to him to kind of put himself in the position that he did and then kind of evolve um along the way too but if you look back over probably the second month and change of the season you know without him we kind of wouldn't be here so um he's been really really good his last two and he's been consistent all year there's your grapefruit league mvp holding strong uh blue jays have an al best uh 358 era in their last 50 games they're starting rotation so 
good pitching is going to get you somewhere far this season, and Kikuchi's certainly been a part of that. Yeah, yeah. all those past 50 game stats right now for the Blue Jays are They're looking pretty good. good. Let's just, just play let's talk about game all those games. Sizes. Let's talk about all those stats in the last 50 Okay, games. let me give you some more stats. Okay. Um, Whit me. Merrifield, who has just absolutely been one of the best Blue Jays as of late. Uh, he's got a six-game hitting streak. Again, he gets a three-run homer in the fifth inning. Uh, he is got a 961 OPS since All-Star break. Five homers in July. The eye test meets what we're seeing with Witt statistically, a level of confidence and consistency at the mound um, or at the plate. Love Whit Merrifield. The guy needs to be up in the top of the line, up at the top of the order. So let's keep that pumping that uh, message. Are here, okay, so I'm going to push back a little bit. We <laughs> talked about this yesterday. I agree. But if I've learned anything from this road trip, like uh, what I uh, – not even learning from the road trip, but if you look at the trade deadline, if they don't add a bat, it's like, okay, we are acknowledging that Whit Merrifield and Danny Jansen have been brilliant, mm. but we're just counting on them. We're getting complacent if it's like, hey, these are these guys are this now. Yep. Like they're not going to be 961 OPS since the All-Star break for the rest of the year and in the playoffs. Maybe you can get that and capture that for a short sample, but that's probably not a reality. What I would love to see is you... Not necessarily take Witt out of the top four in the batting order, but just not be complacent and say, hey, Whit Merrifield is an absolute no, stud, no, so no, we're just going to be agree. like, we're problem solved. They can't we're okay. rely on those I, two guys to be the best hitters those, for the rest of the those season. If those two guys are hitting six, seven, maybe eight, mm-hmm. if that's the reality, what a lineup you have, right? I'm you all have, for that, You have Justin. guys who are clutch in Danny Jansen, even Whit Merrifield. You have guys who can give you contributions at the depth of your lineup. That's what they are earmarked for. That's what they are best at. That's what they were designed to be as mm-hmm. baseball players. Right now, they are performing way beyond that. But that should be your call to say, hey, we've got everything else but this. We, If we can supplement this, boy, is our lineup going to look good. I would just love to see them not be complacent with this gift and build on this mm-hmm. because I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm confident when these two guys hit the plate, and I want to feel that way all the way through. Uh, yeah, Danny Jansen le- leading the Blue Jays in slugging percentage since May 1st. Um, you're right. Like, Witt and Danny Jansen are great stories, just like Kikuchi is this year. They weren't circled to be the number one, the ace, the top of the order guys. So take it, enjoy it, but support them with additions next week. And and there's certainly room for a power bat. We've been talking about that for a while. But in the moment, give them the credit and the praise they deserve because Whit and Danny been consistent as can be. Bo Bichette, of course. I mean, like we're rounding into form here. Bo... Looking pretty good. Vlad looking good. There's just, there's a couple. I mean, Belt has been basically leading, like, quietly leading this offense in consist- consistency as well. So there's a name that's an outlier. That's all. And he'll turn it around. Who's that, just for the George record? George Springer. Okay. That's all. I'm not like on the picket line telling and people I, to, I, 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 to DFA the George line. Springer, but I you're, mean, you're trending towards the picket t- line. Terrible road you're trip. in the car. You're he had a terrible GPS road trip. is loaded up the picket line. Terrible road trip. It's time to come home and figure it out. That's all. Did his wife, uh, he went on paternity list, right? He wife did. had the baby. Right? I don't know. Probably. I was thinking we need like a Fred Van Vliet situation. There you go. But he just it seemed like he was bothered by the booze. And, yeah. that's a, And Blair Barker like, were talking on. about that yesterday. I was like, 
I mean, he's been booed for a long time. Why is it all of a sudden affecting you so much that you go one for a trillion at the plate? That's all. I don't think it bothers him at Yankee Stadium. I might have to go back and check the splits there. Just but the bad I, I just road feel trip. like, I, I, I don't know. I think we're putting a narrative on it a little bit. I'm, I think he's going through a little bit of a slump, mm-hmm. and it's George Springer, and George Springer always arrives in October. I think we should just have some confidence that that's going to be the case. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, okay, so... What, a three and three road trip, little West Coast swing, back home, a big a big setting this weekend, Angels three game series. Just a reminder that Sunday game is at noon. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a nice little earlier. It's just, you know, it's Junior Jays, get the kiddos down there early. Then they've got the Orioles for four games at home, the Red Sox, and then the Guardians. So some big baseball to be played still um, post trade deadline next week. So just quickly on the road trip here, Mm because I guess we can do a little tidy up on what was, you know, a natural break in the schedule, off Mm -hmm. day to day, all that stuff. Uh, They're about to go 17 and 17, by the way. 17 and 17, okay. Yes. Uh, Which is, yeah, so it's a needed break, but also uh, a little breather. And Mm -hmm. I think if your management, a little clarity, right? Uh, It should have been a better road trip. It should have been four and two. Maybe it should have been five and one. But these were two measuring stick series. You love the measuring stick game. These were measuring stick series no, and a measuring test. stick. Okay, this is a litmus test. We haven't said that in a long time. I missed it. I think I think these two. T- <laughs> I think these two series could inform you. Could tell you a lot about who you are. And I think that the problems were laid out bare. Right? You ran out of bullpen arms. Mm-hmm. You played in two competitive, tough series against good teams, good offenses, and you ran out of arms. That should inform you. Before the deadline, right? It's I think it is really, Maybe really blue, simple. Two or three back, three leads in a row almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it didn't. It it was really struggling to hold up. It didn't hold up last year in the playoffs. So I think the issue is pretty simple, or the solution is pretty simple. You have to go out there and you have to get in the market for arms if you are going to survive the rigors of multiple tough series played in a row. You mentioned, you know, what September looks like, the American League East Mm -hmm. gauntlet that they're going to be going through in order to get themselves in the playoffs. If they're going to survive those series, survive those games, have success in a playoff series, they're going to need more arms. They're going to have the opportunity with expanded rosters to get more arms, but they have an opportunity right ahead of them to add arms before the trade deadline. It seems very, very simple. We just mentioned not being complacent with wit. Yeah, I get it. You probably need a bat. If you're going to be the best team possible, you probably need a bat. But you can probably get by if you just supplement this pitching staff. Because everyone, for the most part, is doing their job, but everyone's stretched a little bit thin. Yeah, we can't everyone be, is stretched we can't be relying on the Jay Jackson, I guess, story, which has been really nice for and the last it, couple of weeks. But it has been. But if you're going to have guys to, like Eric Swanson yeah. survive and be actually able to throw a ball over the plate by the end of the year, you're going to take a little bit of the load off them or you have to take a little bit of the load off them. So I don't know if it's a starter and then you move some to the bullpen. You have to get creative with this, but you need probably a couple arms if this team is actually going to be able to get through the most difficult moments of this season. Big time. Uh, some additions to be made. We'll chat with Ben Shulman at 7 a.m. Uh, I mean, now we can start looking ahead. Some teams are starting to buy, so where are the Blue Jays in line for that? We also have Fred McGriff, the crime dog at 8.30. Uh, Hall of Famer, of course, just coming off at Cooperstown induction. Big celebration. He, they're, they, the they party loves, there. The crowd they loved like the him. crime dog. They really like him. We'll have him on at 8.30. We got Andy Andy Petrello on at 7.30. Talk about Canada's big win uh, yesterday morning. 
um, against Ireland. Uh, we were on the air for half of that. That was exciting. Big comeback win that they needed. And then Nick Kiprios at 8 a.m. to talk about Mr. Matt Murray to LTIR. Um, had been wondering what was going to happen with Matt Murray for a very, very, very long time. Maybe since he was acquired by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're bracing for this moment for a while. <laughs> here he is. Um, announced from the team yesterday that he'll go on LTIR indefinitely for the 2023-24 season so we have the answer to what will happen with matt murray we don't really have the answer to what is going on with matt murray and maybe we never get that maybe we just have these questions about him saying that he was healthy sheldon keith confirming to the media that he was available to play in the playoffs and then now all of a sudden he is out indefinitely we've seen this in hockey though before not usually the maple leafs using this i don't know if it's a loophole but it is it is an interesting LTIR discussion we've had with other teams about, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Vegas Golden Knights and LTIR now is coming in favor for the Maple Leafs. So it's just a very interesting conversation here. Sure. Uh, and again, this is a loophole, if you want to call it a loophole, uh, or just uh, a tool in the salary cap that teams that want to win have to use. Mm-hmm. Like which team that has won has not had some sort of we have been calling minor too, or right? mild shenanigans. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. I don't know exactly what happened though Mm -hmm. because as you laid out uh matt murray was a healthy guy a healthy goaltender apparently who was an option for the maple leafs apparently and i don't know what's going on in the matt murray household lately i don't know what he's been up to a bread cutting incident i don't really know how bread cutting incident i don't know how he can get himself to the point of healthy to not healthy without playing games i don't know there are some freaking injuries uh, around the sports world, at least in my time. I don't know which freak injury has happened. I don't know exactly what's going on with him. I don't know what changed mm-hmm. uh, in his medicals, but apparently he's not healthy anymore. So uh, it'll be spec. Everyone can speculate. Everyone can, you know, call shenanigans. Everyone can get upset about it. Um, but there's merit to that. And there's definitely merit to that because I don't know exactly what happened. And I guess my question out of that is, like, what's the incentive for Matt Murray to be like, oh, yeah, I am injured. Like, what is the incentive to that? He's 29 years old. I honestly have no idea. He's a young guy. You know, most goaltenders are around their best at 30 years old. And clearly, you know, he's run on a different timeline than others. Winning Stanley Cups immediately upon arrival is not something that generally happens, but did happen with Matt Murray. And he's not been the same goaltender since. He was at his peak with the Pittsburgh Penguins right away. Specifically because we just heard from him through, I don't know if he said in the media or through his agent, that he wants to play hockey this year. This was mm-hmm. a month ago. so And I'd get it if he didn't. Like yeah, it, this, sure. this is a guy who may be dealing with, you know, he's dealt with some personal issues. It might be a guy who's just got the yips in his head, can't play the position anymore because there are other things beyond just being, you know, an athlete performing on the athletic stage. Like there might be something beyond that. And if he didn't want to perform anymore, he could just, yeah, LTIR me and I'll take the money and we'll figure it out. So he will still get but paid. But this is a guy who said he wanted to play. Yeah. And so, I, so what happened? We're What's just the getting a lot of mixed messages. And you know what? We probably will never know. And that's maybe none of our real business. And if we'll he's... probably never know because it's a hush-hush thing. Yeah. And if we do find out, it's, well, yeah, you know, he's dealing with a concussion still or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. If it's we never know, it's Robada Island stuff. Yeah, yeah. It is, please, you know, just don't talk about what's going on. I wouldn't hold your breath to find out 
it doesn't really matter. All that matters is, hey, he's on LTIR. They found a way to either convince him or for him to come to terms that maybe he was pushing something that was never going to get there. Maybe he was never going to be at the level of play that he would be. But nonetheless, he's on LTIR. Jake Muzzin, jo- like joining that type of story this season. Now they're still Which is being- legit, 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 of course. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm not going to, I still think whatever happened to Matt Murray could still be legit. I'm not going to say that he, like, was, you know, it could be, but it could not be. Gunpoint to go to LTIR. <laughs> but whatever happened with Water Matt Murray, gun point. Water gun point. doesn't matter. He's on LTIR. That story is over. For is now. it, though? For, for now. Now they're $2 million over the cap um, when this is all said and done. So there's still going to be some moves to happen with the Maple Leafs. They can't start the season like this. So what's the trickle effect? What happens next? Uh, I'm. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is is the answer for sure? I don't think it's like a really nasty situation to be. No, in. No, I, I think two million I mean, is certainly tenable. Two, two million is doable. One hundred percent. Two million is doable. There might be another freak injury or something that at least pushes things down the road, and then you get to the point where there are other injuries, and the cap manipulation happens and happens until eternity. I'm, I'm not really sure if there needs to be something immediately because they'll probably run into a situation where they can get around it. I don't know if the TJ Brody thing is real or if this is just one person said it and now everyone talks about it and just bounces around the echo chamber Mm -hmm. and we're not even like, uh, we're not even, it's just broken telephone. We're just taking beyond the pale, but it is a name that continues to come up. I don't really get it though. I don't get it either. I think TJ Brody's an important part of this Defense court. Well, is it just a, because Brad Trey mo- Living didn't like? I don't know if he didn't like him. Brad Trey Living didn't like him. That is so that is factual. You just gonna boot a guy out of no, here? Not he factual. Didn't that's, like him. That's we can definitely speculate on that. But what if? Okay, so there's a very little cap penalty if there's a bio with TJ Brody, and that's mm. why it was speculated mm-hmm. upon. But like smart hockey people, connected hockey people, they don't just make things up. Maybe you could maybe you could be convinced some make things up, but they don't <laughs> like actively try to make things up over and over and over again and be wrong about it, right? So maybe there's something there. Maybe there's a discussion. Maybe there was a whisper, whatever. The reason why it makes even like a modicum of se- uh, sense is that there are very little, the, the punishment is very minimal for a potential buyout. Mm. And again, we don't have to go all the way down that road. We'd have to read into it to make sure that we're covering all of our bases in terms of what actually happens here. But that was the scuttlebutt that there's minimal penalty and maybe you could replenish without... Uh, at, a, at, a, at a much cheaper rate. Maybe. Maybe there's a move in the holster. Maybe Eric Carlson is a thing, and it's like, oh, I'd feel a lot better about a TJ, TJ Brody buyout if Eric Carlson was suddenly part of this team. So maybe I think there are moves plotted well in advance. I think they know exactly what they're going to do to make sure that they're cap compliant because you have to. But this Matt Murray thing seems like it was not a problem six weeks ago because they knew what the solution was going to be anyway, whether they were going to buy him out, find a trade partner, or where we ended up with LTIR mm-hmm. and potentially incentivizing that in whatever way they did. I don't know what happened, but they know what's going on, yeah. and that's really all that matters. It's not like they're going to enter the season and be like, oh, we're over the cap and we have no solution. They're going to f- figure it out. I just still do find it hard to believe that TJ Brody would be involved in that solution process here's a good text my take was that the leafs putting murray on ltir was so shady that they needed for every everybody to be distracted by confirmed aliens before making the move i think that's, that's something that's good it's something uh, i didn't take the bait though i don't want to read about aliens well you heard about it anyway this morning you had I to did. listen to it i was on x <laughs> yeah. is it x is it x.com that's what twitter is now in case you didn't know that you weren't on x 
I was zeding. Yeah. X is now Twitter, not oh, some sort of drug. <laughs> I, I, I guess, yeah, you got to be careful. I think you, you got to be careful about saying I was on X last night. I was on the website X. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, this is somewhat Nylander related. Well, it will be. Uh, Sebastian Ajo for his 26th birthday yesterday was announced the eight-year, $78 million contract extension from the Hurricanes. We had talked about this previously, but now official. I mean, what a deal. Oh, I didn't even realize he was 26. What a deal. Yeah, happy lay birthday. It out, lay it out for the listeners. Yeah, well, now, what is it, 9.75 a year? Yes. Um, just locked and loaded. You're here for eight years, and now everybody can look at your contract and compare themselves to you. <clears throat> William Nylander. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's When I first saw it, I was like, wow, that's great news for the Maple Leafs. But then I'm reminded what uh, William Nylander, you know, his world, it's not, it Maple doesn't, Leafs. yeah, what the Maple Leafs do, whatever happens elsewhere does not apply. What applies is what happens actually within the organization, or at least what these guys have told themselves since John Tavares came over. So I don't think it matters that much. I guess it might matter if Brad Living says, dude, I can't give you a penny beyond what a objectively better player in Sebastian Ajo got from Carolina. But again, Carolina runs on a budget. Carolina doesn't pay its players. So this is, uh, you know, Sebastian Ajo is taking a haircut here in order to get this deal done. They do not just give, they're not giving away $11 million more than you are mm-hmm. owed just out of loyalty. They will play hardball with you. That's what they do. They keep their, but they're very budget conscious. They keep prices down on guys. So it really does not apply However, it's going to look bad optically if you pay more for William Nylander than Aho got with Carolina. This deal comes across the table, and you have an option to say yes or no for William Nylander. I, I'm signing it. A hundred percent. I'm signing it because I don't think I, uh, I, a priority one is this season for me. Mm-hmm. B, you can trade it if you want to. If you do, if you it if is you, tradable. If yeah. it's ironclad with no trade protection, maybe I'm a little, but I don't think that's the case with Sebastian Ajo. So if it is the same deal, I'm positive that in an enhanced salary cap world for a 28, 29 year old William Nylander, if you decide, hey, we can't win with this group, it just can't happen, and you don't want to trade the other two guys after John Tavares either walks or plays for a couple million dollars a year and remains captain, maybe. If you decide you can't win that way, I don't think you're going to have any shortage of trade partners. Maybe you don't get the same value, but I'm prioritizing right now with William Nylander if I can. So I would do it, but I just don't think William Nylander is going to bite at, oh, he might, he might, he might, oh might, Oh my might. God, 975 is pretty good. He should, and he might, but I have my suspicions that that's not enough. We got Kipper at eight o'clock. Uh, we can run through the Murray, the Nylander. And the confirmed Samsonov information with him. We've been chatted with him for a little while. He's on vacay, but always makes time for us. So that's 8 a.m. Um, yesterday, while we were live on the air, we had the women really kind of playing for their tournament um, against Ireland yesterday at the Women's World Cup. It was a nice 8 a.m. start for us. We were live when they went down uh, one nothing on an was it Olympico. Yeah, I actually never heard of that. Yeah, before. so first of all, it was the the Ireland scores. It's their the fastest goal scored so far at the Women's World Cup, three minutes in, and it's an Olympico, which I I didn't know about. But that's when you kick from the corner and it goes directly into the net. It didn't tip off anyone. Like it's pretty hard to do. 
Bended like Beckham, really, from the corner. Physics, yeah. Physics. It's a, it's a bit of a head scratcher. It's Oppenheimer physics. There are a lot of physics in Oppenheimer? <laughs> what? I haven't seen the movie. Is there a lot of physics in Oppenheimer? That's the whole damn Sorry, movie. Sorry, I don't study bomb How do you invention. think they make bombs? I don't know. Physics. I guess. Science. Science. Yeah, so there's a lot of science on this Olympico kick. <laughs> I, didn't re- I didn't realize things were bending inside the bomb. The whole movie. Bending, the whole... bending around goalposts. Yeah, there's like neutrons and stuff bending into an atomic bomb. Is neutrons bomb. not chemistry? Yeah, well, like physics and it's science class. Okay. Just, just okay. picture it... yourself in science class. They've got the science. blackboard that flips over and they use it all the time oh, in the that's, movie. Oh, that's physics? The blackboard's that's physics. physics? When you see the guy with things that I've never seen, these little symbols like stupid things like if you put me that's in a room chemistry dude it's a a lot of both <laughs> okay anyway he's using okay. the blackboard flipping it over this olympico kick nonetheless they go down one nothing early in the match tie it up on a good bounce like it, sometimes you sometimes things you got to get lucky they get a good bounce um, uh an own goal and then they turn it on in the second half with some great substitutions and they play like a completely different canada the second half my girl, former teammate of myself, Adriana Leon, with the, the winning goal there. Mm-hmm. Um, huge, huge for Canada because now they can go into the final game versus Australia next week with just needing a draw to advance. Um, Ireland's tournament's done. It's going to come down to these next uh, two matches between the remaining teams. That own goal or that bounce, as you put it, I think saved their tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because when we were on the air, uh, it looked really bleak. It looked (sighs) real bleak for a little while. Like they were not only down, but getting outplayed Mm -hmm. early on in that game. Uh, And it seemed like they were kind of inching their way back into it, but nothing was really. They did have one really good chance, but it didn't. It just seemed like. They weren't quite that forceful team yet. Were they going to get something off the bench from Sinclair? It looked for sure certain that they were going to go to a half down one and what that would mean, I'm not really sure. But they get that bounce, and you're right. They were a different team in the second half. They came out with purpose. They came out with substitutions. They came out with the greatest player Mm -hmm. that's ever walked Mm -hmm. in a Canadian sweater in Christine Sinclair. And still, she's getting the chances, not finishing those chances, but it doesn't matter when uh, Adriana Leon takes her chance or her best chance of the game, and they get ahead, and they were just the better team in the game. And I wasn't so sure they were going to be able to separate themselves from Ireland which is a team that makes it like makes like difficult on you. And Canada has not exactly had that separation from an offensive perspective. I don't know if we're ever going to see it from Heidema. I don't know if we can see it again from Sinclair. I'm not sure they had it, but they did have a few moments. They took their moments, and now they have life in this tournament. Uh, as you mentioned, Australia to come, Ireland out. Ireland probably still game enough to play against Nigeria mm-hmm. and, and make sure that they, you know, not take their ball and go home because uh, yeah. you're going to need something at least to make sure that you get through. But now with that win, they're in a very, very good position to get through and they can tell us a lot about themselves if they beat Australia, if they have a good performance against Australia, because of course that's the host nation and a very good team. Yeah. Host nation um, in the final game, like the group stage is going to be tough. Uh, Australia is a good opponent. That's a 6 a.m. start next week, which is perfect for us. Uh, It is Monday morning. Um, That'll wrap up their, they call it round robin play or match or group play. Group play. Uh, Andy Petrello will join us at 730, but I wonder, the big question was, and we talked about this before the game, the lineups announced Christine Sinclair for her very first time ever at the World Cup, ever, and she's played in a lot of World Cups, didn't start the game, and now obviously they look like a completely different team in that second half, Um, obviously Schmidt as well being added to um, the lineup in the second half really changed things, but I wonder... She set up Leon. Yeah, so I wonder if... 
hindsight, maybe they should have started Christine Sinclair or they will start Christine Sinclair on Monday. Like, I, well, I, I do wonder, but I mean, I'm not, maybe not saying that that's the right process, but that team looked completely different from first half to second half. And what was the, you know, determining change? Well, adding some veteran experience to your lineup that has like, over a thousand caps or close to it. Like yeah. there was a lot of experience that came on the pitch the second half versus the young guns in the first. And maybe they were just nervous. Maybe there was, we're playing for our tournament lives and that we got down one, nothing early on in the game. I don't know. I'm just, I think it's interesting. She's got a big decision ahead of her um, on how you structure the start of this Australia game. We'll ask Andy about it, mm-hmm. but I think there's a good chance Christine Sinclair can only give you a good 45. So do you want to start the game with a good 45 or do you want to end the game? With I a think good I might want to end the game with a good 45. Because if you start with it and it doesn't go well, or you start with it and you're like, well, we still need that goal. We got to leave her on there. And it kind of submerges things a little bit. Like maybe that's not the best situation to be in. I think you're trying to settle into the game, bring her on. And even if she's decoy, even if it just works out that way, where you got to mark Christine Sinclair, of Mm. course, uh, and it opens it up for others, then maybe that's the best route. But I think I do want her on the pitch at end of game before the start of the game. But again, maybe maybe this was just a built-in load management thing where it's like, okay, you probably can't play three games in this short amount of time, mm-hmm. so let's do two and a half and we'll see. Uh, that just might be the reality. When you're playing in your sixth World Cup, you're 40 years old. Uh, that's, that's just how it goes sometimes. All right, next Monday, 6 a.m., Canada versus Australia. Last night, USA and Netherlands play to a 1-1 draw. Chippy affair. <sighs> Yeah. And that's the rematch of the last FIFA World Cup final, right? I believe so. Yeah. That was a big one. We'll that was a more. big one. We'll tee it more with Andy at 7.30. We got Ben Shulman at 7, Nick Caprios at 8. Hall of Famer Fred McGriff joining us to wrap up the show. We'll also do our 3M picks. Maybe Are we we'll doing do that it. now? Uh, we can do it now or after the break. It doesn't matter to me. Um, Let's do it now. Okay. So 3M, what attorney. <laughs> It just, it's this funny name to me. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to give me this opportunity, but the golf season is uh, quickly winding down. Uh, we're not yet in August, but things mm-hmm. do come to a pretty abrupt end. Like the NFL arrives and we're like, oh yeah, we don't, we're not golfing anymore. Like well, we're, we're not, done we're not competing season. on Sunday. So things get a little less exciting. I'll yeah. Be we only have about, we have the playoffs of course. Uh, and that'll be a good end of the season. The Ryder cup. There's still a lot of golf events mm-hmm. uh, and we can take this as long as you want to, but there is an end to the PGA tour season and there will be a coronation for you unless I hit a long shot eventually here. And I've got to and pick I'm giving you more almost exclusively long shots. And so here. it's like, a victory lap for you weekly so i think that's why you're but doing i'm it. also but i'm 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 pushing my luck because i'm up fifteen thousand two hundred and fifty dollars to two thousand <laughs> yeah. but as you say like you hit two middle long shots you know what's also true what the only time i hit it outright is when gunner picked for you like you could have oh, theoretically true. shut wow. me out like i've never been able to pick a winner sitting in front of you that's called golden treat have you ever heard about that in beer no. pong Golden what? Like when you golden tree somebody? Golden tree, no. If you're playing beer pong against them and you don't hit any cups, you don't sink any cups, and I beat you, that's almost what happened to you. Okay. And usually at at the fraternity, you'd have to run a naked lap. I won't make you do that of the building because you... You guys are a little bit more serious (laughs) about it than we were. Fortunately, you have $2,000. That makes sense because golf with you, it's just like... Even in this competition, it's like it's more serious. It is serious here. Okay, so 3M picks, um, as I mentioned. Uh, Good luck. Um, 7.45, they tee off. So we'll do it now because you can get your picks in um, before they set up the stage. So you can go first, Justin. 
Sahithi Gala, 40 to 1. I'm going to be there when he wins. Hopefully it's the 3M Open. And, uh, and that's not like I need to be a little bit more aggressive than 41, but I got to get him hey, on the squad. You, you, I mean, I got to hit two 40 to ones before the end of the season. Give me my buddy, Sepp Straka, 27 to 1. Uh, right? Yep. Yeah, there he is. I got him 25, but you can take 27. Oh, not uh, that it really we matters. We're supposed to be using the same book. We, I thought we were. Look, 27 to 1. Okay. The line's moving. I got to refresh Take a the page. Screenshot. I'm still actually seeing 25. So what? On we're on the same book. We are, but you can have 27. Take it. No, no, I don't. I don't want to cheat. I, I need to be. If you as, made the bet. You made the bet. 20. Put it in. Okay, 25. No, you know what you're looking at the one that's like to win mm. or to tie or to place. I'm definitely not. Let's. Yeah. We got to move on. We got to move on. Okay, we, well. don't, we don't need to. <laughs> Give me Sebstrack. Haggling over two thousand dollars that well, may or may not cash it. anyway. Uh, if I need it, I'll chalk it up as a victory if no you beat problem. me by $2,000. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Mark Hubbard next, 55 to 1. These are This is my squad. My squad, if you just stay loyal, maybe they'll come through. Hubbard's been a pick for me. I will continue to roll with Mark Hubbard. Lucas Glover. People what? are big on Lucas, Lucas Glover. Glover. Three top tens. Who's he cha- big on Lucas Glover? He changed Glover? his putter to a long putter. And he's dialed. Lucas Glover, watch. He's going to win. Information he's going to win. And you're going to be like, I should have taken Lucas okay. Glover more seriously. Okay. He's going to win. 38 to 1. Uh, Garrick Higo, 60 See? to 1. Okay. So Garrick, you, you can't laugh at my picks. He, I'm picking down the board. I've literally picking, never heard of him. You're picking Lucas Glover, 35 to 1. He's like, what is he, 45 years old? 35 to 1? Yeah, sure. Okay. Give me Garrick your guy. Higo, Ludwig 60 to 1. Aberg. Okay. Ludwig. It's time for the youngins. 25 to 1. 25 to 1. Uh, Tom Hoagie. I'm surprised you're not a fan of Hoagie, given the name. 75 to 1. Okay. Uh, give me Cam Young. Top of the leaderboard, whatever. So I guess just like whatever. someone needs to pick a, someone that's a favorite, and I'll do it. Austin Eckrote, 50 to 1. <laughs> Austin Eckrote, 50 These to 1. These are fake names. No, they're just where I need to pick from. Um, Is this my last pick? Yes, yeah, and then is. one Canadian. Um... So Tony Finau won last year. I don't know if he can do it back-to-back. Give me Justin Thomas. Figure it out, buddy. It's embarrassing. Are you okay? kidding me? This guy can't, can't do anything right now. You know what? I'm giving you free points, basically. All right. You know Maybe what? he I, has this big comeback moment, can I Justin get a, can Thomas. Can I get a bonus 90 to 1? I'll give you a bonus. Bonus 90 to 1? Yeah. K.H. Lee, T.P.C. Lee. Don't bring him to Osprey Valley. He dominates on T.P.C. courses. This is a T.P.C. course, I think. K.H. Lee, 90 to 1 is my bonus pick. Is there any Canadians or should we just skip Sven- that? Svensson's on there. Okay. Well, give me Mackenzie Hughes then. Mackenzie Hughes, 125 to 1. Okay, I get Svensson, 80 to 1. Okay. Sick. Awesome. I, I feel good about the 3M Open. What was your name? Starting momentarily. Sahith I'll Hubbard. tell you in the break. We got to go in the break. We got to go. I'll tell you in the break. All right. Let's take a break. A-list on the other side. Fan Morning Show. Justin and Ailish. Sports in 590. The Fan. Sportsnet 590, The Fan. Now, it's time for hey, the A-List. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. What's up, baby? Fan Morning Show, The A-List. A survey conducted <laughs> by gambling.com, okay. which is obviously... Really important, just as important as Oppenheimer's physics. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm willing to concede that there were physics involved. There's so much physics. Okay, don't get me started. A survey conducted by gambling.com. There's so much physics. <laughs> says uh, it ranked the most intelligent NFL fan bases from top to bottom. 
in last place, do you want to give me a guess of who the least intelligent fan base is? Lions. Why would you think that? I went to Ford Field. I wasn't impressed by the... Uh, I don't think there are many chemists or physics <laughs> physicists there. Actually, the Lions are 14th, so I'm middle of the pack. Okay. Sorry, Lions fans. The Giants. Really? 32nd on the list. How do you measure this? Like, what? Don't worry about it. I mean, gambling.com probably is thinking like, okay, you're spending a lot of money because you're dumb. Yeah, maybe they just bet on the home team and they're the worst home team. Like, they're just, they've been bad for a bit. Do you want to know what the smartest team was? Smartest fan base? Ooh. The smartest fan base. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Brightest let me fans in the league. Let me think quickly. The most intelligent crowd. A bunch of scholars. A bunch of physicists and chemists. I don't know. This makes great radio when you think so hard. The Buffalo Bills fan base, oh, baby. Really? Yep. Top of the blown, list. Were you blown away by intellect when you were in uh, I hanging out with Bills Mafia? I was stunned by the intelligence because you? you know what? There's a lot of physics that go into jumping through tables. You have to think of the angles and the That's true. momentum. And those are did you <laughs> Did your flight path bend when you did. tipped over the, the truck air. and went through? Like that Olympico goal. Mm. Top of the list, Buffalo Bills fan base. Well, so good. congratulations. I feel justified in my eight years of university to top this list. Followed by the Browns, the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, and the Packers as your top five. So if you'd like me, if you want to te- text in, I can tell you where you where you land. How smart you are. You're what, who are you like, the Vikings, right? Yeah, I grew up a Vikings fan. Uh, I can't really get behind Do you want to know Kirk. where the Vikings are? Well, Kirk Cousins thinks he's so smart Only, based on quarterback. Oh, yeah. Only one team is less intelligent than the Vikings. So really? They were in last, second last They're place. They're second last? I don't know. I'm surprised. I don't buy that, though. Mm, I'm just telling you what gambling.com has to say. Uh, one final one here. Mbappe is rejecting. Sure, you don't have it backwards there? No, no. I'm smart enough to be at the top of the list there. Mbappe is rejecting the billion-dollar contract that we talked about yesterday. Um, Apparently, he says, no, no, won't speak to you, won't go through this process. The $1.1 billion offer to join a Saudi team, which I'm very surprised about, but uh, power to you. Phil Mickelson is shaking his head in disgust. I mean, maybe that's the, the moral move. But it's a billion dollars. Or he just knows he's going to be a rich man and he'd rather just do what he wants to do, which is play for Real Madrid. Text in here before we say goodbye and go to Ben Shulman. Notice how all the smartest fan bases are border states. That is a good That, that is, is a good point. A that is a point. smart point, intellect, right there. Te- text me back what your fan base is because you might be top of the list. All right, let's take a break. We have Ben Shulman joining us after to talk about uh, that one series against the Dodgers. Not often that we get to go down there and see Dodger Stadium and tee up. Did you promise him we wouldn't talk about Seattle? Is that one series? We're only allowed one series with him? Yeah, one as in W-O-N. Oh, the series they won. Oh, God. No wonder you're at the bottom of the list. Ben Shulman after the break.